What's going on, y'all? You already know what it is. It's your girl, Oh So Diva. And we right here in the Diva Den. I don't hear nothing about my voice. What had happened was, okay, when you have fun in life and you're clapping at fireworks and you have a four-year-old daughter, it's the different type of something that happens to your life. But it's all good because I am the hip-hop over, so I'm going to keep on bringing those that's supposed to be in the Diva Den with me. I'm going to keep bringing them. And I got another all the way awesome individual for y'all. And I know you're waiting. I know. Imani Rose, are y'all ready? Imani, what's up, babe? Hey, how are you doing? I'm super cute. How are you? I'm really good. I'm excited to be on this. Aw, I'm super excited for you to be able to tell your story because you definitely are doing your thing without any kind of interruption. So before we even get started, you let them know where they can follow you, where's your music, all of whatever it is you want them to get locked in with you on. Let them know where they can find you. So you can find my music on Spotify, Apple, uh, SoundCloud, at Imani.Rose with two E's. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm also on YouTube at Imani.Rose. See, y'all better know how to spell. And if not, you can rewind <laughs> it. Rewind, and then that's where you could be able to hear it because where we... Apple Podcasts everywhere. My bad, baby. Go ahead. Let them know. I was trying to let them know where they can hear. Go ahead. Oh, no. You're good. Mm. I said I-M-A-N-I. See? Y'all heard her. (laughs) It's ridiculous because people will hear it and they'll be like, I I couldn't find her. You didn't rewind either. I'm about to tweet you because you can listen to it again. Like, But it's all good. It's all good. Now, (laughs) where exactly are you from, darling? I'm originally from Pleasanton, California. My family recently re- relocated to Oakland. Uh, I went to school. I went to OSA for uh, middle school and high school, so my family relocated to be closer. And then uh, I ended up relocating to Los Angeles for college. Turn up. Do y'all hear what she's saying? All the parts of LA that you lived in, and then you went to LA, it's like there's people working overtime to make sure they can move to LA, baby. So, salute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Now, let's, I appreciate it. Let's talk because you just got out of school, right? You just graduated. Yeah, yeah. I just graduated like last month. Anybody else go clap for you, baby? I definitely give you your applause because life. <laughs> Thank you so much. Life is not regular. My sister, she's actually in school to get her master's, and she's still trying to take wow. pictures, and it's really good. She's doing her thing, but she said it's a different kind of stress. Wow. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, congrats to her. Now, what did you go to school for? If you don't mind me getting all into your business. Yeah, I originally went for a bachelor in performing arts, and then I ended up having to switch to an associate's in musical theater. Wow, that doesn't sound like a bad thing at all. No, it's okay. I yeah it yeah ended up making the uh, most of the situation. Now, with the decision, just in the sense of music, now let's talk, because for you to be so serious and to be focused on being an artist and to be putting all of your focus into music, how hard was it for you to actually do music, school, all of that? Like, what was the decision for you to be like, no, I'm going to do this music for real? Like, what was that for you? (sighs) That was, like, the struggle for real. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that. That was like a big part of just feeling like I was I was in a space, unfortunately, in my college where I couldn't feel creative. Oh, wow. And so it was hard to go back and make music and feel like I was doing the right 
or I was like sending the right message in my music because I was so conflicted just with all the energies at my college anyway. How was so, it so much of an effect to you though? Like for, for you to say that it was so much of an effect to you that would actually oh change your decision. How were you affected when it came to school versus music? This, so I auditioned thinking that I was gonna cultivate a space where I could maybe work on just like creating a musical. That was my idea. And I wanted it to be about production and because I I produce, but I learned to produce from my brother. So I wanted to like just incorporate that. And I'm, I grew up doing musical theater, but I wanted to just incorporate both of them. It was just an idea. I got into the school, but um, it ended up being just super toxic environment. I was told I couldn't sing a certain song because of the color of my skin. I was told like just 1960s shit that I'm about to say you know I'm waiting for you to tell us the what they was telling you because for it to be musical production in any way shape or form shut the fuck up why are y'all not yeah. supporting or assisting oh and making it shake so what exactly were they telling you like cause now excuse me but where is your family what's your nationality so I'm black I'm white my mom's white, my dad's black. Okay. And they literally came to you making it seem like you couldn't sing because you were light-skinned? Or what was it? They were... These are, like... They're white teachers who are, like... They have accolades within, like, musical theater and Broadway. So I didn't realize how, like, not progressive this era of people are. And uh, it was a white teacher... I'll just name him Joel Bischoff because he has the accolades. He's known, he's written musicals, he's been on Broadway. And um, he said, you know, you, I, I wanted to sing a song, um, Don't Rain on My Parade from, what is it called? Funny Girl. And Barbie, Barbara Streisand sings it. And uh, he basically just said, it's just a two week performance. He basically just said, you can't sing that song because you're not white. I was like, what? And he said that he told, to you. <laughs> yeah. And I, I had an email conversation with him. I was like, do you even know the history of Judaism? Like, he's like, you need to be Jewish and white. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I don't mean to interrupt you, baby. I swear to God. But yeah. you got to be Jewish and white in order to yeah. sing. It's not even a a Barbara Streisand song in order to sing a song a certain way, really. Yeah, like, not, it's for a grade, not even for a stage performance. It's just for my class of, like, 10 people. What? Yeah. You do understand where that and why that is happening, right? Yeah. It's, it's, and this is from my, from my seat. I'm only jumping in it because I'm ready to fight for you. This is ridiculous because... I have my degree in mass communications with a concentration in digital media with a double minor in business, marketing and management. But thank you. But when it comes to production and creativity, you got to put them damn accolades down because just an understanding of life. It's like it's somebody that can sing better than you that we don't know about. It's somebody that's doing it that's not 
what you're used to seeing that you have to be open to at least accepting and hearing like how exactly. i'm frustrated and you're gonna make me go be a teacher yeah okay like no i <laughs> i seriously wish that i had authority and adult figures like that in my life and at schools like that because that was needed but you know why they're doing that right we really about to go there <clears throat> yeah so yeah. when it comes to just the history of what it is that we've seen or what we've heard it's their power at least their attempt to keep it the way that it was no shade of right. strikes in at all like you did what you did but for teachers to hear other people singing the song and for them to really try to act like no you gotta sing it like barbara and that's it in certain situations yeah but to tell you you got to be jewish and white i'd have my dad come up to class with me <laughs> sing with me right let's get this duet dad come on <laughs> what right. okay let's jump off of this because in a second we're gonna be in la with posters for you okay <laughs> <laughs> let imani sing look <laughs> So to be honest, ugh. and unfortunately, like I wasn't the only kid who was told they couldn't sing a song based off the kid, the color of their skin. Mm. I felt alone in the fact of like emailing the teacher afterwards and getting um, into an argument. I got I failed the class and oh, because my. of like my uh, basically complaining, but <laughs> See. it just. No, no, and no. You were supposed to email the dean and right. all of what you felt, but it's one of those, it's like gift and a curse. You know, I'm yeah. angry at the teacher for putting a nationality on it to make it seem as if you had to be different in order to do. And that's just the frustration because when it comes to creativity in the world, Craig, like I said, you just have to be open to it. And I'm going to be honest, oh God, yeah. you can sing. I'm going to say that because ain't no way a teacher going to stop you from doing or at least not acknowledge and clap it up for you or put you in a different right. position so the world can see it. You must have kept saying better than Barbara. Mm. All right. I appreciate it. You're welcome. We're going to work. I already like you. We're going to work. Don't worry. Yeah, that's because that that's my that's really what I want to do with my art is like be able to build a platform where everybody feels like they're able to be seen. Nobody's gonna be seen. Right. It's it's you can't be uh, creative. Like that killed me. Don't it let it. My- don't let it and stop saying that too because you got a different type of power in your words and the fact that you are creative it's a different type of things to do for you so you're going to continue to get hit with stuff that's going to test you or at least try to bring you down so you got to ignore that he tried yeah but you out here doing it so no i want to know music look we done got into your history baby we ain't talking about your music you got homies i got you but you're welcome when it comes to what it is that you're producing and what you're putting out for us, what exactly is it that they're searching for when it comes to Imani Rose right now? I would say um, drama. I <laughs> my music is really dramatic. It's really uh, it's really emotional. So if you're trying to get into emotions, but also have a beat behind it have a groove and feel like you can still get on with the day it's like the music that i make is or that i try to make for myself is music that i i like right. i can feel my i can feel my emotions 
and I can acknowledge them, but I can still get through the day. I'm not, like you said, not to be killed by it and not to, I want to put out the opposite message of that, like to put out encouraging music. type of music. Yeah, you but can overcome the situation that you're in. My question to you, just in understanding the type of artist that you are, are you using music as more of a, I guess your release or your your way to actually let out how you're feeling and then just putting it on a beat? Or is it more of a general basis for other people to go through it too? But are you really using this as something like, uh, here we go, but I like the beat, so let's do this. And then at the end, it's like, but you could do it. Like, what exactly for you? Ultimately, knowing that you're an artist, but what is your reasoning for the music? Because it sounds like a diary. Yeah, I think like you said, it's been more so of a release for me. I think because I've been able to have it for all my life since I was so young and I've had a situation where my parents are supporting it. Yeah, It's always been basically a diary for me and I've had to, I've had to more so adapt to sharing that with other people and making it more accessible to other people. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with that because understanding that there's a whole lot of other billions of folk in the world, Craig, and the fact that you'd be able to speak and then other people would be able to relate to it. That's definitely a beautiful yeah. thing. Beautiful. Yeah. So now my question, because just in understanding of who you are and what you're giving us as an artist, I want to know this because everyone knows what Mount Rushmore is. They didn't put all the presidents up on a mountain in America. But if we were walking around and this was your Mount Rushmore, who would be the four dead or alive that you would actually put up on your mountain? And it'd be like a definition of who you are, whether it be artists or individuals that mean something to you. Who would be the four that you got on your Mount Rushmore? Wow. That's such a great question. I have to... I'd have to put, first of all, Malcolm X. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Give me all four, and we're going to ask you at the end. I want to hear this. Go ahead. I would put my brother, Auburn the Fourth. Wow. Hmm. Probably also, uh, man, it's, it's hard not to just think of loved ones, but... hard as an artist because everyone asks for artists just in the sense of the definition and I get that as far as influences go but this is your mountain so if you got artists or influencers or individuals that really helped you and mean something to you that actually had something to do with you as an artist when it came to you and your whole growth as a person that's what we want to know this is your four so we got Malcolm we got your brother the four got two more as Imani Rose who you got up here I would say probably for an artist I would say FK Twigs wow. she's influenced me a lot keep going this is deep you understand I can't wait to t- <laughs> go ahead who's your I like yeah I love FK Twigs and then also right now and I don't uh Mariba she's influenced me to to share Really? to share my story once I've seen her as an artist and I believe she also produces her music it made me feel like I could do that now for the people who don't know 
who is FAA Twigs? FK Twigs, she I originally know her from um I think she dropped her first album in like 2012 or so. And she basically just came on as like a I would say like electronic and like alternative artists and basically I think she started a wave. I I didn't see ma- many artists that were like her. So, and I think a lot of people also felt that way. Yeah, she's dropped her first LP in 2014. And then she just released another one called Magdalene and then Capri Suns in 2022. That one was actually really influential to me because of the timing of and, and everything that had happened. It was like no music was coming out in the pandemic. And then she dropped that album and I felt like, okay. Is it more, just in looking at who she is as an artist, is it more of the... I don't care, I'm going to do what I want, y'all are going to accept me or don't like me, or is it more of the fact that she's beyond just see-through when it comes to what she's showing and the music that she's putting out, so it's more of an acceptance to her as an artist? I feel like the second, yeah, she, I feel like she, I don't, I can't speak for her, but the sense that I get is like, she, she's like accepting herself through her art as well and saying like you guys can accept yourself so i fuck with that vibe and i just yeah i think she she's influenced a lot of people to do that because of because of her acceptance for just being different and starting a new wave yeah no i hear that now my question to you as an artist if there is anything that you would want the world to know about you that they don't know or just as an artist for something that you would want the world to know as far as who you are what exactly would that be so that it's not a question at all as far as who and what you are I would probably say that I am someone I'm just I would say I I don't know I naturally I feel like naturally we're all creators and we're all artists, but I'm someone who wants to use my platform to change shape. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. I love it. And I'm more than sure that we are going to have you in the diva den once again because it's a different type of love for you, baby. And your story is definitely just not in the sense of you being Imani Rose as an artist and respectfully and understanding your story the creative aspect of what you have to go through to grow or to get or to be, I understand from a whole nother understanding point because I am the hip-hop Oprah. And it's more than just me talking to y'all, but I got nothing but love for you, baby. So one more again, let them know where they can find you, where they can get with you, music and all that. I appreciate it. I'm really excited to be on. Y'all can uh, find me... Hold on one second. We didn't hear the beginning of that. Are you? Uh, if you no, you got to do at, it one more again. I don't know what happened, but we didn't hear you. At uh, imanirose.essence. Mm-hmm. And then Imani Rose on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple. See, y'all better have been taking notes. I don't want to hear because she told y'all where she was. 
Y'all know what it is. It's your girl, Oso oh Diva, the hip hop Oprah. And y'all can follow me everywhere at Oso oh Diva, O S O D I V A. And y'all already know, we in the Diva Den, and that's on Instagram too, but they're getting the page together. So, what can you do? You can go on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Music, iTunes, all of that. Y'all already know where we at. And we ain't doing nothing but letting everybody hear the stories pimping. So, y'all be good. We be right back. Don't even worry about it.